Hello and welcome to our New Year 2024 edition of What's on Watford. I'm Alex Williams and I'm coming to you as ever from our spiritual home of the Pump House Theatre. And we've got a great episode lined up for you. Can you believe we're already on episode five? Thanks so much to all of you for listening and supporting and keeping us going. We begin with an interview from Ian Port. He's chair of Proud Watford. And then we'll have our rapid roundup of lots of different events, activities and programmes you can get involved with in Watford this year. From David Silver, local instrumentalist. He plays the clarinet, he plays the recorder, he plays the accordion. So yes, stay listening right to the end because you're going to be inspired to get involved in culture this year. But without further ado, let's hear from the wonderful Ian. So I'm joined today by Ian Port, who is Chair of Proud Watford. Ian, thank you so much for coming along to talk to What's on Watford podcast. Um, What is Proud Watford and why does it exist? (laughs) So Proud Watford, I think, exists because we recognise that people need to feel utterly at home in their hometown. And feeling at home in your hometown means you might have been a refugee coming here in the last week or somebody like me who's been knocking around Watford for the last 60 years or so. And even today, even in 2023 and it's going to 2024, people of the LGBTQI plus community don't always feel completely at home. Things are getting much better, but why not push the envelope? Why not say, keep fighting for equality? Even small things matter. And I think, so we've done stuff uh, during the course of our first year, 2023, where we had bunting that was donated to us by the wonderful, wonderful Atria. Uh, the freedom flag with a, a little QR code taking us to our, our website. And we hope that people who may be feeling alone, maybe questioning themselves, would look and see, there's the freedom flag in my hometown. I mm. feel better. So it's about representation, increasing visibility of the LGBT community within Watford and making them feel like they're part of the town, celebrating, in effect, diversity and inclusion. Yeah, I mean, it's making me feel ho- at home in my own town myself. I mean, I, uh, as a gay man, uh, things weren't always easy 40, 40, 50 years ago. They have, you know, have changed. And yeah, we want everybody to feel at home. So it's an aspect of life. Yeah, that's wonderful. And you've got some amazing patrons. You've got Brian Timberlake, Peter Taylor, Jill Worgan, Sharon Gaffney, so lots of people who are really important to the cultural life of the town supporting your impulse. That's right, and what we're looking for actually, I have to say, Alex, are more patrons. We want as many people to be involved with us as possible, whether you're part of the LGBTQIA plus community or not. We see this has been a cohesive thing. Being part of our community means that you are still absolutely 100% part of the wider community. Let's remind ourselves mm. of that. And we're doing that through a number, you know, a series of smaller events as we did last year during Proud Watford Week. In this coming year, 2024, we're doing fairly small events, either showcasing existing activities, Alex, like your, um, your, your dialer, uh, showcasing you or the D20 Cafe, that do a thing called the Quingle, which I highly recommend <laughs> going along. I went along to that Quingle, and I have to say, it was such a fun night. A Quingle, for those who have not heard the word before, and I hadn't, is a games night for queer people and allies. We all came together, sat around tables, had some drinks, and just played board games for a night. It was such fun. and We got out the Scrabble, <laughs> among other things, a bit of Uno as well. It was terrific. And actually, just the opportunity to meet new people in a really friendly 
friendly, warm and welcoming environment was a lovely thing. Oh, that's right. And that, that's, I think that's incredibly important. I think that's why this thing we're doing on the 17th of, of February here at the Pub House, Three Proud Men, is important. It's an opportunity for anybody to buy a ticket. I say buy a ticket. Uh, yeah, please do support local culture. That's right. Come along. Uh, and well, let's drill down into three proud not? men because you are one proud man. Who are the other two? What's the format of the show? So, Brian, I'm the proud man in the middle. Oh, uh, we're we're very fortunate. We have three three of us chaps uh, who have very deep connections um, to Watford. And magically, uh, one, my, our friend Lee, is in his early 20s. And then we have our friend and proud patron, Brian, who, uh, I hope you don't mind me saying, is in his 90s. And I'm nearly 60. So magically, you know, you've got this whole, wow. nearly 100 years. Or if you add up wow. all those, don't know how you went about. I'm yeah. just, it's getting 170 <laughs> years or something of, of three chaps uh, from Watford who've lived lives. Uh, and we're talking about our lives and how we were influenced by changes that were made in the legal environment and the social environment. So it's a kind of intergenerational insight into what it's like to be a gay man growing up in Watford at different periods of time. Yeah, I guess so. Right from, um, as you say, Brian's 90, so we're talking well over half a century ago, to Lee, who's in his early 20s, so right bang on the contemporary yeah. button. And, it, and it, it'll be interesting to find out the commonalities between us. Yeah, but also the differences and the differences. We're you know, there's three of us. We're very different, clearly in terms of age, mm, mm, mm. but also going through this remarkable process of, of writing the thing, realizing that the other differences that exist. We might you, know, you might say oh, there's three gay men. They're going to talk about you know being a gay man. Well, yeah because that's completely our lives, but then our lives have been so different within yeah. our own individual experiences. And that's almost the point of it. I see. So it's going to be filled with personal stories. If we go along, can we expect something scripted or something off the cuff? Is it going to be an entertainment or a kind of more profound drama? I think it will be all of those and none of those in a way. Uh, fundamentally, we are talking authentically, and that's you know, the whole point of life is to be authentic. So there are genuine stories and how we riff against, you know, and come against each other and talk to each other and explain how a particular feeling or a particular life experience or a particular change has happened and how it's, ha how it's actually affected our lives. And there's been some fascinating things that you realise that people are just people. Yeah. You can't predict anything. Yeah. <laughs> I could not predict what Brian was going to tell me about his life or, or Lee about his. And in fact, interestingly enough, um, things about my life I hadn't thought about oh, right. for many years. So um, it's actually been revealing to you in your own reflections so. of your so. your own experiences. Yeah, and I think that's important for life. And it's sort of so it's a it's no more than an hour. I think it'll be quite informal. We've we very very fortunate to have mass, again massive support from people like the college, Watford's Rivers Trust, and also Harlequin Theatricals. Um, to really try and make it sound as professional as possible. Yeah. And, of uh, course, Dan Clarkson as well. Dan Clarkson, this twice-nominated Olivier Award uh, actor. So he does the potted panto, potted potter, potted Shakespeare, all of the, those all branded potted shows. stuff. So yeah. you might say it's three <laughs> potted proud men. <laughs> I like that. That you'll be seeing <laughs> on stage. So it's now a long, uh, informal... 
So we'll be giving the first half, and also Alex, I have to say, dear boy, that um, you'll be providing the musical accompaniment. I'm very happy to say I'm going to be involved in the show doing some songs in the first half, and then hopefully as well, a chance for the audience to interact and ask some questions in the second half. Well, that's right. So, you know, come along, listen to us uh, and our stories, but then we want to be open, we want to come out which I would never have done 30 years ago. Yeah. I would, might not have done 20 years ago. I think you're right. I think the change over the past two decades alone has been astronomical. And it's wonderful that we feel so confident as a gay community in Watford now, standing up on stage saying we're here and we're keen to not only share our stories, but bring you into our world and share it with you. And interesting enough, Alex, I sometimes think, especially now in this last year, is that the West have proposition as well, people who don't happen to be LGBTQI+, you might be missing out on our culture and we're ready to share it in terms of equality. Yeah, and on that note, I have to say, looking back at what Proud Watford has done, having attended the Quingle, the alternate quiz yeah. which took place here at the pump house in the Colm River Room. Yeah. I was quiz master for that. Some wonderful Brilliant questions. Thing. I've got to say, I loved the flags question where Sharon had put together, I think it was 12 or 15 different pride flags and people had to guess which different, well, guess or work out which different parts of the LGBTQIA plus spectrum they might have represented. That was great fun. Uh, you also had the beer festival. I was delighted to see um, a real mixed crowd for that. Lots of people from all stripes of the Watford community. That was great fun as well. Um, and then Proud Portraits. Yeah. So the Proud Portraits, I think you need a shared activity. So we decided how do we best promote um, equality, humanity? How do we say, look, everybody is equal? We came across a very wonderful local photographer called Twisty. Uh, who we asked and did brilliantly, I have to say, a series of 19 individual portraits of Watford people covering all ages, ethnicities, sexualities. If you look at them individually, they're just an individual. If you put them all together and assess against a very subtle freedom flag background, different colours, you realise the diversity and also the equality of of Watford. It's a real representation of Mm. Watford. And there's going to be a twist, Alex, oh, to this. So we have, kind of have 19 portraits. We're looking at uh, that. Uh, so it's going to be a roving, roving exhibition um, in the course of 2024. There'll be an extra portrait. Ah, to make a grand total of 20. Shall I tell you what it's going to be? Please do. It's going to be a mirror. Ah, lovely idea. So the idea behind it is that everybody is part of that community, yeah. regardless of any difference yeah the one thing you need to be is a human being and that's really the point of proud watford what a beautiful message and i have to say proud watford has kind of grown out of an increased um joy and inclusivity and diversity in watford right from heart's pride absolutely um and i've always enjoyed going along to support them when they've been in Casterbury park i think they do terrific work so um we are meeting because we're celebrating LGBT History Month in February, and that's normally in August. So, but I just want to give them a shout-out for the marvellous work they do. Um, what can we expect from Proud Watford going forward into 2024? So we do have a number of, of different things coming up, most of which are collaborations, Alex. So we're hoping to work 
uh, close again with Hearts Pride as ever. And mm. actually, the three guys from Hearts Pride, together with you, yeah, and Bright and me, we're all part of Proud Portraits. Um, but working with what Football Club and our friends at uh, Proud Hornets. We're hoping to do another quiz, Alex, and we're hoping Terrific. to do that with the marvellous 1881 movement, the, the Watford supporters, as well as the Proud Hornets at the football club. So that's a quiz night, as hopefully yeah. as much mayhem as the last one, <laughs> because because why not? Absolutely, it was great fun, and that's that's going to be that's going to be good. So and then obviously supporting your event, Alex, that you're you're doing. Yes, so we have our annual diversity dial-up here at the Pump House Theatre on Saturday, the third of February. It's our LGBT History Month special, 7.30 till 9.30pm. It should be great fun. Yeah. And we're also very much encouraging other groups, other businesses, other charities to say to themselves, well, we have an opportunity by using the Proud Watford ethos and branding, which will be given free of charge, Mm. free of charge, um, to do your own events. So it's about saying the proposition is, you know, if let's think about it yourself. If there's a particular issue that you want to cover, that you need a little bit of support, from us, uh, maybe through our website, proudwatford.com. So remember that, proudwatford.com. We can use what, what reach we have uh, to, 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 promote, to promote the activity. Uh, we're also looking, I'm very excited about this, to work with my friend Jill and the rest of Worst Hearts College uh, next year, because young people are very important, you know, um, that we get people involved with little smaller activities that are very welcoming. Uh, rather than having sort of bigger events. Little small things are happening regularly. So it's really stuff that we're doing. Uh, we will probably do the Beer Festival again because I can just about remember that one from yeah. last year. <laughs> uh, the quiz night's coming up, but also things that other people wish to do themselves that you know seem reasonable within the branding. So check out proudwatford.com. Look at our little thing called the Proud Pledge, which is simply just a reaffirmation that everybody should be treated with equity and equality. Um, and come up with your own idea. So it's a mixture about what we're doing and, and what, what others can do within the banner as well. Ian, I think this is a really exciting impulse. Thank you so much for taking the time to explain it to us. I look forward to seeing you at our LGB dial-up and at Three Proud Men. Excellent. Thank you, Alex. Thanks a lot. My thanks to Ian Port once again for generously giving his time to come and talk to us at What's on Watford. If you'd like more information on Three Proud Men, The Proud Pledge, or indeed the LGBT dial-up in February, do visit his website, proudwatford.com. To end the show today with our rapid roundup, I'm delighted to say we've got special guest David Silver, who is a good friend of mine. He often comes along to the dial-up open mic and joins me in the dial-up band playing some of the great American songbook standards on his clarinet whilst I'm behind on the keyboard. David, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Alex. Great <laughs> now, to be here. I know alongside coming to the dial-up, you have a huge range of activities you're involved in. I'd love to hear about them, and I'm sure some of our listeners might then be inspired to come along and join you. So please do tell us. Yeah, OK, Alex. Thanks. Uh, the first thing I'd like to talk about is Pump House Clog Morris. Uh, Morris dancing is a bit of a mystery to some people, but we do this every Monday evening at the Pump House, and we, we then follow them along with gigs at various social functions. And uh, if anybody is interested, they're very welcome to just come along and observe without any sort of commitment. If anybody wants to know about this or anything else I'm going to talk about, um, I'll be happy to take inquiries on my uh, special music email address. 
eternalcode at gmail.com. That's E-T-E-R-N-A-L-C-H-O-R-D at gmail.com. Fantastic. You also play clarinet with the Royal Naval Volunteer Band Service. Uh, yes, this is, this is um, a real military band based at Northwood headquarters. Uh, and we meet once a week and we do real gigs for real functions, military charities and, and cer- ceremonial dinners, a wide range of things. And anybody who plays a concert instrument such as uh, woodwind, clarinet, uh, brass, very welcome to come along and join. Brilliant. And what about the Watford Community Orchestra? Is that a similar setup? It's a similar setup. Uh, this meets once a week on a Thursday. Uh, this is orchestral, different sort of music to the uh, concert band. And again, anybody who plays strings or brass or woodwind, very welcome to come and join that. You also play recorder with the Watford Recorders Group and the Elderflowers Ensemble. Uh, yes, two different things. Uh, and, yeah, recorders are great fun. If you like early music especially, uh, you can, if you play any of the sort of, one of the family of recorders, come along. Watford Recorder Group meets once a month on a Saturday afternoon and you have a break for tea and biscuits, which is always good. And uh, it's just very sociable and, and quite undemanding. Now, you cannot beat a break for tea and biscuits. And, in fact, you run the Classical and Light Music Club. Do you have a tea and biscuits break? We certainly do, and we have lovely tea and biscuits, if I may say so myself. <laughs> and uh, the, the Classical and Light Music Club, CLM, uh, it runs once every two months, and it's an ideal opportunity for people to come along and perhaps try out a piano piece or any other instrument or a vocal if they've got a, perhaps an exam coming up and they can try it out in front of a very non-judgmental audience. That sounds lovely. The final and thing the- I wanted to ask you about was University of the Third Age. Yes, now... University of the Third Age, or U3A as it's now been rebadged, uh, is a nationwide network of social educational clubs for retired people. Uh, lots of activities, study groups, you might want to restudy maths if you've forgotten it since your school days, music, anything you like. But most importantly, there are a lot of lonely people in our society, people who have perhaps been widowed. And this is an ideal opportunity. Join a U3A. There are about 20 of them in the Watford area. Join one and you've got an instant social circle. You'll never be lonely again. Well, that's so important in this day and age. We often forget what a blight on society loneliness can be, but there are opportunities to help combat it out there. Absolutely, yes. Uh, And this is one of them. David, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you coming to talk with us today. It's been a pleasure, Alex. (laughs) And dear listener, if you have an event or project you'd like to promote through our What's on Watford podcast, please do drop me an email. Podcast at pumphouse.info is the address. My thanks to Lee Farman, as ever, for his technical support. And I wish you all a very happy new year. Hold up. 